Okay, I think we'll, we'll start. I'll just make a few um, opening remarks. Uh, first, I'd like to uh, welcome you all and um, thank our hosts once again here at the, the Bolivar Hall, who are, uh, as usual, being most hospitable uh, with their space, giving it to us uh, for free. Um, I thought I'd just uh, begin by recapitulating the general terms of this transdisciplinarity project for people who haven't been to any of these events before, so it'll be familiar to people who, uh, who have. And then um, just say something about how this workshop was conceived in relation to uh, the project more generally. Um, so in a way, um, the, basic, the basic terms of the project, uh, as they were set out at the beginning some time ago now, uh, are broadly fivefold, I think. The, the first is that the project is really um, designed to try to specify the uh, distinctiveness of transdisciplinary concepts in their distinction from interdisciplinary concepts and multidisciplinary concepts uh, and various otherly described types of non-disciplinary concepts. Um, most uh, literatures outside of science and technology studies tend to use uh, terms like interdisciplinarity, multidisciplinarity, and increasingly transdisciplinarity in a kind of relatively loose and, uh, sense of, of some almost general synonymy. Um, uh, we're, uh, we're concerned with the idea that actually that these, are, these are three discrete concepts, interdisciplinarity, multidisciplinarity, and transdisciplinarity. Uh, and if you like, it's, it's the hypothetical premise of the project that uh, both the conceptual productivity of certain models of thought since the 60s uh, and their political meaning derive from uh, conceptual structures that are specifically transdisciplinary. So that's the kind of hypothesis that we need to try and specify. Um, that's the first thing. The second thing is we want to distinguish what we're doing uh, from existing concepts of transdisciplinarity. There's actually two fields in which transdisciplinarity has previously been and is currently theorized. The first is science and technology studies. Uh, where it's in particular, it's associated with a concept uh, developed by Hel Helga Nowotny called mode two knowledge production, which is a kind of bureaucratic administrative concept of transdisciplinarity in our understanding. Um, and it's also increasingly used uh, in educational studies as a kind of spillover from um, science and technology studies. And again, uh, it's a primarily administrative and bureaucratic context there because the concept uh, is, is mainly used to help uh, people think about the reorganization of universities uh, and uh, research teams uh, uh, developing models of the organization of knowledge that, that if you like, uh, update traditional university structures uh, often and primarily in relation to policy-based problems. So uh, our understanding of the field we're entering is that there, is an there are existing concepts of transdisciplinarity, 
but they are essentially policy orientated uh, and administrative or bureaucratic in their conception of the organization of knowledge. Uh, uh, we think that these, uh, whatever one may think of their appropriateness in science technology studies, uh, we think that they're particularly inappropriate to thinking about concept formation uh, in the arts and humanities. Uh, and in particular, they're inappropriate to what we take to be the main, if you like, heritage of transdisciplinary practice in a working state uh, since the 60s in the arts and humanities, which we take to be the main critical traditions of German and French theory and the way in which they were imported and uh, synchronized and synthesized and rendered syncretic and uh, in various different ways in an anglophone environment, primarily in um, Britain and the US. So essentially what we're interested in doing, and this is the third, the third main thing we want to do, is to construct a new concept of transdisciplinarity uh, as an alternative to this existing concept and to construct it in a way which is focused on making it appropriate to the arts and humanities, but not exclusively the arts and humanities, because of course any serious transdisciplinarity can't, if you like, prejudge however broad a dis set of disciplinary domains in the first place. And obviously one of the main transdisciplinary function of concepts in the arts and humanities is, is to question the very idea of arts and humanities as a, if you like, a discrete field that can be in some way uh, insulated from uh, science and technology studies and other forms uh, of natural science. So that, that's up for grabs. Um, but we are, but that's our, that's our goal, if you like, that's our focus. Um, and within that focus, there's, if you like, there's two conceptual issues that we're particularly interested in. Uh, the first is the relationship of transdisciplinary concepts to philosophical concepts. That's our, if you like, our disciplinary specificity in relation to transdisciplinarity. Um, and really, uh, we're interested in particular on whether there are particular modes of kind of what we could call quasi-philosophical transdisciplinarity, that's to say modes of thought which are connected to the historical tradition of the critique of philosophy, uh, concepts which occupy the conceptual space of traditional philosophical concepts insofar as they work function at very high levels of abstraction and generality, but which are not constituted conceptually with the kind of pure conceptuality that philosophy as a self-sufficient discipline has historically aspired to do. Uh, and obviously, uh, in both the French and the German contexts and their Anglophone receptions, and this relates also to British cultural studies, um, this, this critique of what, we're, what we are recoding as a transdisciplinary critique of philosophy was obviously originally primarily associated with the Marxist tradition uh, and the critique, Marxist critique of the notion of a self-sufficient philosophy. So that's one of the things that, that lies behind this. Um, the other specific conceptual focus that we have is the question of political problematization, because a, a, a subsidiary hypothesis to the original project was that whereas transdisciplinarity in science and technology studies uh, sets off from what are conceived to be real-world problems, which are then uh, problems, for example, like climate change, and things so this is one of the main current ones, uh, which are then, if you like, transformed into policy-based problems and then addressed 
theoretically and reconceived from the standpoint of those uh, policy-based problems that they address. And one of our theses is that uh, in the post-war period, and particularly from the 60s uh, onwards, that in the arts and humanities, essentially political problematization performs the function uh, of real-life policy-based problematization in science and technology studies. So we're looking for uh, a model of transdisciplinarity where the problematizations, which, if you like, generate the problems which require uh, the construction of transdisciplinary concepts are, broadly speaking, uh, political in orientation. And we understand, if you like, the main creativity and conceptual productivity of critical theory in an international context since the 60s to have been driven by political problems. Uh, and we want to, if you like, retain and try to theorize this relationship between uh, politics and concept formation uh, under what we could call conditions of increasing bureaucratization of knowledge in our academic uh, institutional contexts. Uh, so in, in, relation to, um, in relation to this framework, which is the project as a whole, um, this year, this first year, we're concentrating uh, on issues which are really to do with post-60s thought in the French, German, and Anglophone contexts. And what we're going to do next year uh, is, is broaden the frame. Uh, next year we look at something which we're, we've constructed called romantic transdisciplinarity. Uh, when we say romantic, we mean early German, Jena, romantic transdisciplinarity, in which we'll be looking, we'll have, we'll have a big event, a big international event, which we'll be looking at uh, the, specifically at the concepts of art and the new as they emerge in, at the end of the um, 18th century in Jena Romanticism as, if you like, the first explicitly transdisciplinary conceptual forms uh, there. So that's the project. Uh, insofar as um, we've already had a couple of events this year, I'll just say something about... Can I, couple of things that came out of those events which are uh, informing our thinking. Uh, in relation to the first event, which was a kind of review of existing concepts of transdisciplinarity um, uh, and, and of various fields, one of the main things that came out of it, uh, and which relates to today's event and to this session in particular, uh, related to some discussions we had about structuralism as, if you like, a first model of proto uh, transdisciplinarity in, in the French thought of the 50s. Proto. Onwards. Proto. <laughs> it doesn't like to be proto. Um, <laughs> and uh, whereas uh, going into that event, we, we, had, we had added, if you like, two uh, inter multi and transdisciplinarity. We had started to develop a working concept of hegemonic transdisciplinarity. The idea being that actually a lot of what passed for transdisciplinarity was actually kind of disciplinary hegemony, particularly in English studies, whereby other disciplines were, if you like, co-opted to a particular discipline, namely English, which was transdisciplinarized, uh, and yet, on the other hand, it was appropriating disciplinary knowledges from elsewhere and turning them to its own ends. So that was, if you like, an ambiguous kind of proto uh, transdisciplinary, hegemonic transdisciplinarity. But one thing, that, the thing, the main thing that came out of our first event, from our point of view, uh, was the clarity with which, in a sense, uh, what was Deleuze's 
uh, original thesis about structuralism and how do you recognize structuralism, namely that uh, structuralism is a new transcendental philosophy, was in some sense quite strongly reaffirmed by looking at the disciplinary structures around structuralism, uh, at which point it became clear to us that actually the main concept we needed, uh, rather than hegemonic disciplinarity, to think structuralism's relation to transdisciplinarity was metadisciplinarity, in the sense that stru structuralism as a kind of secret transcendental philosophy performed a, a kind of metadisciplinary function. Um, and we're, quite, we're still interested in that relationship, and that will be one of the things that's at stake uh, in this session. Uh, in relation to the second event, which was on two texts, which we hoped uh, to get some discussion of, of the transdisciplinary structure of the concepts in those texts, which didn't, interestingly, didn't work so well focusing on texts rather than concepts, it became clear that when people talk about texts, they're, they're more content, if you like, think of transdisciplinarity as a theoretical context for the discussion of texts, but they're reluctant to investigate the conceptual, uh, uh, specific conceptual generalities of the concepts associated with particular texts. I think it's, it's to do with ingrained habits of humanities practices in, in reading texts uh, and allowing textuality to uh, sometimes serve as an alibi for avoiding a certain kind of conceptuality. Uh, so one of the one of the things that came out of the, the last event for us was a heightened sense uh, of the difficulty of getting uh, textually based uh, intellectual traditions to reflect in a more severely conceptual manner on, if you like, um, the way the different forms of textuality are constructing concepts. Um, but that that was uh, that was productive in that in that respect. Um, I should note that one of the things that came out of that um, uh, that first day uh, in relation to transdisciplinarity was a dossier which is, uh, which is actually on the, on the Radical Philosophy website now on the concept of a problematic. Uh, and uh, Patrice, who's going to respond to Etienne this morning, uh, spoke at the second of those days on the concept of a problem um, about Bachelard's text. And we've translated the, uh, the relevant part of Bachelard's um, applied uh, reason text, uh, along with some commentary by, by Patrice, and that's on the, um, on the open part, that's on the public access part of the Radical Philosophy website, if people want to, if people want to look at that. Um, okay, today, uh, rather in this, this workshop more generally, we're taking up this notion of a problematic, and so we're moving beyond a relationship between uh, individual authors or specific texts and modes of conceptual construction to look at the, um, if you like, the broader problematics which we think are like defining uh, transdisciplinary fields. Um, we've chosen anti-humanism and gender studies as, in a way, the most obviously empirically transdisciplinary fields, historically speaking. Uh, so we take that to be a kind of empirical given, but the question, in a way, is if that's an empirical given, what's the theoretical form of transdisciplinarity? In other words, there are, they obviously are historically, empirically transdisciplinary fields, but the question is, what is the theoretical form of their specific transdisciplinarity? That's one of the questions Etienne is going to answer for us. Um, and so that's what we're looking at. And the two, just to remind you, the two things we're particularly interested in are how, how is the, the 
productivity of a concept related to its transdisciplinary function? And what, it, what is the role of political problematizations uh, in uh, generating transdisciplinarity and, if you like, some kind of creative political function? Okay, um, that's my general introduction. And now I move on to uh, our first session, which uh, I'm very pleased to have uh, Etienne Balabar back with us. Uh, since he was last here, Etienne has agreed to join the centre and he will be uh, a member of staff in the centre from uh, September. He'll be uh, with us each year in the spring semesters. He's at Columbia University from next year onwards in the fall semesters. Um, so he'll be uh, a member of the centre and more involved uh, in the later stages of this project and also in uh, some other projects we have forthcoming. I'm not going to... Uh, I'm not going to read Etienne's uh, brief biography, <laughs> which begins with his birth. <laughs> it might take some time. Um, but I will mention, I mentioned two Why things. Is my biography three times the length of all the others? My fault. <laughs> because you have done three times as many things. <laughs> More, probably. We, we cut it to three times, so it's not. Um, a, few, a few books in particular, um, I think it's publishing a huge amount at the moment. Um, Citron Sujet, uh, Citizen Subject, which is a very large book that appeared uh, six months ago in uh, French, collects together with some new material work that um, dates back a couple of decades now and is turned into like a systematic uh, attempt to rethink uh, the philosophical and political history of the concept of the subject. Uh, which is a really uh, major work uh, that um, has influenced a lot of uh, the things that we do in the centre. It's particularly influenced quite a lot of the teaching that we've been doing in the last couple of years, uh, both on uh, questions of the philosophy of the subject and on Marx. Uh, uh, in English, he has two books forthcoming at the moment, one from Columbia, which are the, uh, the 96 Welling Lectures, uh, which are being translated as Extreme Violence and the Problem of Civility, they came out in French a few years ago. Uh, and another book published by Duke called The Proposition of uh, Equal Liberty. Um, Etienne's going to uh, speak on the problem of philosophical anti-humanism and philosophical anthropology, which is an intriguing uh, topic in relation to the question of whether the particular trajectory of French thought, which he is embodying, is engaged in some kind of spiral dialectical uh, return uh, to this notion of philosophical anthropology. And he's engaged in the project of, of what I would call a radically relational or differential philosophical anthropology, a return to philosophical anthropology, uh, which is not a return to the philosophical positions critiqued by anti-humanism. So that's the conceptual space uh, of that project, which I think is a conceptual space shared by, by quite a, a lot of us. Um, Patrice Manigle, who will reply to him, uh, as I say, Patrice uh, spoke in the, set in the first of our workshops. He's currently teaching philosophy at the University of Essex. Uh, he published a, a book on Saussure uh, back in 2006. He's published a number of books recently, uh, particularly a book on Foucault and the cinema, and he's edited a very large volume recently in, on French, uh, in French, sorry, on um, 
uh, the heritage of 68 and 1968 thought, uh, which I think has uh, been very well received. Um, and he will respond to Etienne. Yeah, so Etienne, please. Thank you. 